The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Medical prescriptions will soon be available to everyone via barcodes scannable on your mobile phone or tablet. That's according to Junior Minister Oshin Smith. It'll be modelled modeled on the COVID vaccination certificate system. I'm joined on the line now by Sheena Mitchell, pharmacist with Wondercare.ie. Sheena, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, I'm struggling to figure out how this is going to work. Um, can you explain? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I share your confusion in a way with the Minister Smith's comments. Um, However, what he's proposing is that a patient will come into a pharmacy and hand over a barcode, which will basically allow the drawdown of a prescription from a cloud-based system. And in many aspects, I fully agree with Minister Smith and I share his frustration. It was back in 2013 that the e-health strategy for Ireland was basically published by the Department of Health and e-prescribing has been a key priority since then. But 10 years later, there's no progress. So to say that it's going to be here by the end of the year, I don't really hold full mm. faith in that. Now, like, obviously, it offers a lot but of benefits. Let, let, let's go back. And we talk about benefits in a, in a moment because I think they're yeah. probably fairly obvious. But uh, how does it start? You go to your doc and okay. your doc says you need um, drug A and drug B. How does the, the doc generate that unique barcode for you? Yeah, and that's a piece of technology that I imagine Minister Smith is looking into developing. What I think would actually be a much cleaner and better use of our resources is to funnel all of the, I suppose, technical abilities and information that we already have. So, for example, a patient goes into hospital or the GP, and that's the really important piece here. This allows communication between primary and secondary care. And in practice, we find in community pharmacy that a patient comes out of hospital, the GP has no idea what changes have been made. We spend time on the phone trying to clarify system and the patient is the one who suffers. So what community pharmacists would like to see happen is that a cloud-based system is introduced, which basically allows for e-health and e-prescribing. That way then a doctor, whether they be in hospital, GP or out of hours setting, can then upload a prescription onto this cloud-based system and then The patient ultimately, and this is where the patient wins, their prescription is on the cloud. It can be identified by using their PPS number, which is, you know, an individual, I suppose, health identifier. They can then present to the pharmacy, give evidence that that's their PPS number, that's who they are, and they can get whatever item dispensed off it that they need. It also means that the healthcare professionals have access to all of the up-to-date medication in real time. Okay, so, so, so going back to the basic thing, you go into the doctor, the doctor prescribes particular medication, the doctor then has got to have access to this cloud-based system whereby the doctor puts in the PPS number of the patient or or accesses their PPS file, um, their health file, shall we say, and then they add the designated drugs. And then no matter where they are in the country, the patient can simply by identifying themselves, expose to the pharmacist uh, what their prescriptions are. The pharmacist can make sure, you know, that that they haven't been filled 20 times. In other words, that that would all be there available to the pharmacist. And what I find confusing about all of this is that this technology is already in practice for high-tech medicines. So high-tech medicines are 
basically really expensive medicines that are used for the treatment of things like arthritis and biologic type medications. So if I was to go into a rheumatologist tomorrow, a rheumatologist would upload my prescription onto what's known as the high tech hub. And then I nominate a pharmacy and the pharmacy can then draw down my prescription. So it's already working. Like, why are we trying to reinvent the wheel? So all we're saying is, why not use a similar system, but to apply it to all medications? And one of the key things that has been delaying this over the past decade is that the HSE seem insistent on developing their own product health catalogue, which is basically just a list of drug uh, medicines and if they have a reimbursement code and their pricing information. But community pharmacies and many hospitals and some out-of-hours services have been using a national product health catalogue for over 50 years. <laughs> and that would be available to the HSE. So I can't see why we're delaying by not using the resources that we already have. Oh, OK, so, uh, you know, the idea of all of this is great, but uh, the, to make sure it's practical and useful, uh, that's another question entirely. And if they're talking about this being available to you in Europe, then do we need to set up a separate database of uh, patient identifiers that would be accessible? Because the idea of opening up our PPS system to every country in the EU might be a bridge too far. Yeah, and to be honest, I think we have choices here to make. And I think the most obvious one is to sort, I suppose, the eggs that we have in our own basket first, because we have a healthcare system in crisis and we need to address our patients' needs. So there is something very simple that could be done to introduce this rapidly in Ireland. Obviously, look, on a European level, That's great. That's a fantastic vision. But on a practical level, who wants to wait a decade for that to come into play? Like we need to address the needs of our nation as they stand. And this is a simple way to do it quickly. Now, Sheena, finally, uh, these calls for over-the-counter sale of uh, codeine to be banned. What do you think? I think that if you put codeine on prescription, that people are still going to obtain codeine. And I think that we don't want to push people into buying it in unsafe environments where they have no contact with a healthcare professional. Like if you look at figures in 2010, that was when pharmacists got involved in the consultation between patients and codeine. And the three years following, there was an intentional drug overdose decline of 20%. So it has been proven that interaction with a healthcare professional has a positive impact. I would be very concerned about putting them on prescription only. I think our energy would be much better used to educate and inform patients and also to address the issues that drove them to pain relief in the first place. And again, this comes down to a poorly functioning hospital system, which is overwhelmed and long hospital wait lists. You've got patients who have nothing else to turn to and we need to educate them about pain better and we need to get our health system functioning um, you know, more rapidly yeah. so people aren't waiting. So, for, yeah, for so the long. short answer is, uh, for the moment, uh, Nurofen plus Salbadine should not be on prescription only. No, now, absolutely. I do think we have a problem with abuse and I'm not trying to, you know, make light of that. People need to understand that codeine is an addictive sub- substance and it shouldn't be long used for longer than three days without consultation with a GP. The problem with codeine products is that many of them over the counter, like the ones you uh, spoke about there, come with paracetamol or ibuprofen or other ingredients in them. And as people get more and more desperate for pain relief and as they become more and more tolerant to the codeine, 
mean, there is a risk of overdosing yeah. on paracetamol. You know. right. Wise words indeed. Sheena Mitchell, pharmacist with uh, Wondercare.ie. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.